Welcome to the Social Dallas Podcast. Today you'll hear an uplifting message from our pastor, Robert Madu. Our hope is that your relationship with God would flourish like never before. Somebody say, go deeper. Look at the person next to you, get all in their grill and say, go deeper. I want you to look at them with some prophetic unction right in their face and let them know what the word of the Lord for 2023 is for social. Somebody with everything that's within you, would you just shout, go deeper? with your social fam be honest with you I I've done a lot of things over the years to illustrate a point a lot of things I've had bowls of dirt I've had chickens on stage I've preached with cow tongues before I have made y'all think a real lion was on stage I've done a lot of things to illustrate a point but I have never in my life gotten up on a Sunday morning took a shower put my clothes on come to church and then get back in shower and stand there for a couple minutes to come on stage completely drenched to let you know that the word for 2023 is that we got to go deeper we've got to go deeper and i'll be honest with you who i wrestled this illustration i wrestled with this illustration because you know i did not have to do this I mean, my goodness, we could have got served team to do this right here. I, <laughs> I could have just put my feet in the water. I didn't have to go through all of this to illustrate a point splash zone. Sorry. But to be honest, I felt like I had to. I felt like you didn't really need to hear this message today. You need to see this message today. And if you're going to see the message, I got to go first. And I need you to know that this is the year for you to go deeper. You have to go deeper, deeper than what God did in your life last year. He is trying to get you to leave the safety of being shallow and go deeper. It's amazing if you really track the journey of our church. These words have truly shaped our year. 2021 was the year of no cap. It's when we even launched the church. It was God letting us know that he truly can do exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask, think, or imagine. 2022, it was the year of stretch out. How many of you got stretched last year? Some of y'all said, I got stretched so much I could be a Pilates instructor. We got stretched to our capacity last year, but this year the word came so clearly. This is the year to go deeper and can I tell you all this water on stage all this water that is swishing in my shoes right now is absolutely worth the mental image for you to understand that we've got to go deeper and I think I'm already really illustrating the first point that you must understand that if you're gonna go deeper in God if you're gonna go and grow in deeper intimacy and deeper knowledge of him I need to forewarn you Oh, that going deeper will bring discomfort. Going deeper in God this year will bring discomfort 
comfort. You need to know how uncomfortable it is up here with all my clothes dripping in water. It feels awkward. It feels weird. It would have been way comfortable to not do this. I mean, my goodness, I did it first service too. But I'm trying to show you that if you're ready to step into what God has this year and you're saying, God, I'm ready to go deeper. I'm tired of playing it safe. I'm tired of being in the shallow water. You need to know that going deeper will bring discomfort. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news. God is way more committed to your calling than he is committed to your comfort. And often when he's trying to push you into what he has for you, he will bring you into the deep waters and it will bring discomfort. I'm telling you, going deeper, that means that some of you are going to have to let go of some things that you've been holding on to. To go deeper, that means some of you are going to have to end some relationships that you've been stuck in. To go deeper, that means some of you are going to have to say goodbye to some good things. It's one thing to say goodbye to a bad thing. Anybody that got a little bit of common sense knows how to say mm, goodbye to a bad thing. No, I'm done with you. But sometimes God will take you so deep and give you such clarity of vision and purpose for your new year that he'll actually make you say goodbye to some good things. He'll make you walk away from some things that are actually distractions disguising themselves as an opportunity. And I'm telling you, it is a cost to go deeper. Look at your neighbor say, go deeper. You, you, you got to go deeper and going deeper is always going to cause a level of discomfort. I wish you could feel SeaWorld that's in this right shoe right here and it's driving me crazy, but I'm going to have to preach like this because I'm telling you, you need to see the message rather than hear the message today. And as we look of what's ahead for this year, I want you to see your pastor drenched in water saying, God saying, go deeper this year. Deeper in your knowledge of him. Deeper in your hunger for him. Deeper. How many of you are ready to go deeper? Can I see your hand if you want to go deeper? All right, we got cameras. <laughs> I'm just making sure, because everybody wants to go deeper. <sighs> until they got to go deeper. Everyone's like, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm all about it until you understand what going deeper means. You know, me and pa Pastor Taylor, we, we do counseling, we do therapy, and you need to thank God that your pastors do therapy and counseling. And <laughs> you want to talk about going deeper, it sounds real good. I'm like, what time's the session? 11 o'clock, great, babe, can't wait to be on it. Until our counselor will drop this phrase that she has dropped a whole lot of times, we'll be saying something and talking about something, and she'll go, hmm, let's unpack that. And a lot of times I'm going to be like, no, nah, I'm good, fam. Let's just keep moving because you charge about an hour. What you mean unpack? What she's saying is you just hit on something that you want to glaze over, but it's actually affecting your behavior in the present. And I don't want to leave it right there. I want you to do the work of going deeper and unpacking it. I'm telling you, ooh, going deeper will always bring discomfort. And yet God is calling us as a church, as a community to go deeper this year and here's the thing I want you to understand about this new year and really about your life is that nothing is neutral you understand that right 
it's not like your life is neutral and you just decide, you know, I'm good. I don't want to go deeper. I don't want to be shallow. I just want to stay in the middle. It is impossible. How many know you are always shifting or drifting somewhere? Either you are strategically moving deeper and closer into the things of God, or you are unknowingly drifting away further from the thing that God has for you. So I'm just going to ask you right here in 2023, you ought to just pick your deep. Pick your deep. You want to be deeper in the things of God and what he has for you? Or you want to be deeper in depression, deeper in anxiety, deeper in stress, deeper in baby mama drama, deeper in worry, deeper in debt, deeper in that? Or do you say, God, no, I have an opportunity and a new year to strategically focus and say, no, I've got to do something to make sure I'm moving deeper with you look at your neighbor say go deeper now look at your other neighbor say go deeper here's what i love about going deeper and particularly this word for the new year is that it's really connected to the word from last year last year we said stretch out and there was a verse that we read as we declared we're going to stretch out i don't know if you remember if you missed class last year i'll catch you up isaiah 54 this was the word we declared as we said we're going to stretch out it says, enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. And we did that. We stretched out. We lengthened our cords. And I was shouting, stretch out. But I forgot the last part of the verse, which says, strengthen your stakes. It's not enough just to stretch out if you haven't taken the time to strengthen your stakes. What the prophet Isaiah is doing, he's giving us a picture of a tent, of a tent in that culture, in that society. There was vivid imagery of what a tent would look like, and their tent would be made of goat hair, and they would stretch that tent out to its capacity and stretch and stretch. And once the tent had been stretched as far as it could go, then they would take a hammer, and then they would take the stake, and then they would drive the stake into the ground, and they would stretch strengthen the stake after they stretch the tent. Now that's confusing to me because if it's me, I'm saying, God, if I'm what you're building, why don't you strengthen my stake first? <laughs> In other words, let me get some stuff together first. Let me strengthen my stake first and then stretch me out. But the problem with you trying to strengthen your stake first is you don't really know what God can do in you and through you. You would shortchange what God would do in you and through you if you tried to just strengthen the stake first. So what God will always do to reveal to you your purpose and your destiny is he will keep stretching you and stretching you and showing you that you didn't know what was in you. Who am I preaching to? Is there anybody last year you got stretched and right when you thought you could stretch anymore he stretched you some more and some more do you realize there was a time in the history of social Dallas we were trying to buy the Granada theater because we thought that would house our church we were looking at a property called the Granada theater because we thought it would fit can you look around in this room today first service would barely fit in the Granada theater and we had church at five different venues at the Toyota Music Factory because God is always trying to show you it's bigger than you realize it's bigger than you think I can do exceedingly abundantly above all you can think or imagine I gotta stir somebody's faith you've been believing for a raise but God wants to give you the business why don't you open up your eyes to see what he can do it's bigger than you think 
manager. I just want to. I just. I just want to be the manager. I, what if he wants you to be the CEO? So he's always got to stretch you beyond what you think first. And right when you think, oh not, I can't. He'll stretch you some more. And then once he has said, you've been stretched to the limit. And you're like, all right, I get a break. He's like, oh no, you don't. Now, I'm going to strengthen your stakes. That means if last year you were sick of the stretch, good news, the stretch is gone. But it's hammer time. So get ready this year to have God hit you upside the head and keep hitting you upside the head and say, oh, no, not him. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, new name, but same person. Don't date him. And he just wait for him to keep hitting you upside the head. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you're back in debt because you put charged Christmas last year. Yeah, let's, let's try it again. Let's get, to, let's get your finances again. Wait for him to hit you upside the head because he's got to go deep after the stretch. What is Isaiah saying to us through this prophetic picture of the tent? He's saying that you cannot stretch beyond the capacity of your depth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That if a tent is stretched beyond the capacity of its depth, all it takes is one storm. All it takes is a violent wind to blow that thing apart. So because God loves you so much, after the stretching, he says, let's go deeper. Look at your neighbor say, go deeper. Come on, look at the other neighbor and say, go deeper. No, say it until it gets on the nerves. Say, go deeper. Say, this is your year to go deeper. Come on, say it with a little more passion. Your pastor just took a shower with his clothes on. The least you can do is look at your neighbor and say, go deeper. But the deep is going to require a discomfort. Can I take you deeper? Hmm. Not only is it going to require a discomfort, but going deeper requires a discipline. It requires discipline. Oh, I know you don't like that. See, we love desire and passion for God, and I love our church. We got strong desire, strong passion for God. We will worship. We will jump. We will lift up our hands. Some of y'all have seen you. I'm telling you, you walked in church one way, had your makeup and everything all good, and after church, it looked like a hurricane hit your face, and you don't care. And I'm telling you, I don't doubt your passion for God. I don't doubt your love for God. I don't doubt your desire for God. But at some point, desire has to be replaced with discipline. Discipline. And we're going to be strategic, let me just speak very practically as a church, to make sure that we are helping and equipping you to have some spiritual disciplines. That's what's so powerful about this season we're about to head into, 21 days of prayer and fasting, and I pray you do fast. I hope you do to come to every Tuesday night prayer, but I hope you don't stop after January. I hope you start growing and developing a maturity that says, God, I am going through too much and the heat of this world is too real for me to just have a shallow relationship where I only talk to you on Sunday and then come on Monday, I got a little bit of the high leftover and then Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm back in the same dysfunctional cycles and starting all over again. No, I've got to make a decision to have some spiritual disciplines so that I can be formed into who you are calling me to be. I'm telling you, going deeper requires discipline if you're going to be healthy, if you're going to be whole. I love Paul because Paul, ooh, he wrote two-thirds of your New Testament. And how many know he was also a tent maker? He was a tent maker. Isn't that crazy? So Paul knew a whole lot about stretching. 
and he knew a whole lot about strengthening the stakes. And look what he writes to the church at Ephesus in Ephesians chapter 3, verse number 14 through 18. He says, for this reason, I kneel before the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your what? In your what? In your what? In your what? I love that. Paul didn't say, I, I want you to be strengthened in your physicality. He didn't say, I want you to be strengthened in your looks. He don't care about the external. He said, if I got one prayer for you, it's that your strength would be on the inside. That's where you need the strength. Forget about the external. If you got goals about the external, that's fine, but this body will perish and fade. I'm not saying you shouldn't take care of it. I mean, keep, please, keep working out, do all that. Keep whatever you want to do. If you want to take a shortcut, come on, lipo, Botox, whatever you want to do, air sculpt it, but above anything else, I want you to have what Paul said, some inner strength, something on the inside of you. He said, that's what I'm praying, that you're inner your inner being he says so that christ may dwell in your hearts through faith and i pray that you being being okay let's just first service i know it's been a while it's been a while it's been a year if i pause then that means i want you to say that word <laughs> right there okay right there he said okay he says i want you i want you and i pray that you being and Oh, those are good words that say go deeper in love may have power together with all the lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and, hold on, how high and deep is the love of Christ. Here goes Paul the tent maker, almost echoing what the prophet Isaiah said. I want you to grasp how what? Wide and long, that's the stretch, and how high and deep your love is the love of Christ is for you. It took me back to a little old school song we used to sing at Sunday school. Deep and deep and there's a fountain flowing deep and you ain't singing, you didn't go to Sunday school, but that's cool, that's cool. Watch it later, learn it. But hear me, you cannot be stretched beyond the capacity of your depth. This is the year to go deeper. Somebody say go deeper. Go deeper. Go deeper. I want to break down this word. Like I said, this is, this is really just an introductory message to make sure you get the word for the year. And I'll probably preach a sermon next week. Actually, I already know what I'm preaching next week. I would miss next week. But, but let's just look at this. If we're going to go deeper, let's just look at go. Somebody say go. Go. I like that word go. That's a good word just to start off the year with. Go. You know, two-thirds of God's name is he likes go. God in his name says, do something. <laughs> go, go. God is a God of movement. He's a God of action. All the way from the book of Genesis, the first thing you see him doing is he's moving. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness covered the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was moving over the face of the deep. God is a God of movement. He often wants you to go, go. He's a God of movement. He wants you to go. One of the last things he said to the disciples, he said, hey, I'm about to leave. But I want you to into all the world. Preach the gospel to every living creature, making disciples of all nations. God wants you to go. And I love New Year's because, whoo, how many you know? We start off New Year's with passion and gusto, like, whoo, this is my year to go. I got my goals. I'm ready to go. And you're so excited about going. I know some of you, I can tell by the way you walked in. Ooh, new year, new me. New year, new me. New year, new me. New year, new you. Uh, I doubt it. I doubt it. I doubt it. 
Matter of fact, I want to say, not new year, new you. Can we cancel the new year, new you? Here's a better one. Here's a game changer. How about, how about new you, new narrative? New you. Because if you're just up here talking about new year, new me, I got those. But you're still telling yourself the same story. And you haven't changed how you're talking to yourself. If you don't get a new narrative, 2023 is going to look a whole lot like 2022. So how about new you, new narrative? And instead of all this passion to go, here's how God wants you to go. Generally, things are backwards in the kingdom of God. And I think when God says go, he often first means slow. Slow. That's why we're pausing during this prayer and this fasting for 21 days to say, wait a minute, let me not just make moves this year. Let me make the right move. So in order to go, I got to go slow. And how many know, in order to go slow, you need to fast. You get it tomorrow. It's fine. It's fine. It's a pause to say, God, I don't want to just make any move. I want to make the right move this year. I need your divine direction. You are my GPS. And before I just come out here and start making moves, tell me what step I'm supposed to take. So you got to go. Somebody say go. And it's go deeper. It's not go deep. Not go deep. Because some of you are like, oh. Forget go deeper. Let's just go deep. No, 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 no. I love go deeper, not go deep, because deep suggests that you know where deep is. And I tell you all the time, you don't have a clue what God wants to do with you. And when it comes to the kingdom of God, you never arrive. There's no such thing as like, I made it. There's no much more scripture I need to read. Oh, I'm fine. I've witnessed it. No, 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 no. How many of you know all of us are forever in pursuit, trying to chase after the one that chased after us. All of us are trying to grasp the depths, the height, the breadth of this God who is unsearchable. He has so much power and depth. So it's no such thing as just go deep because you don't know when you hit deep so I'm telling you you've not arrived yet don't just go deep that's why I like go deep er don't forget your er don't forget your er you need to go deep er because that lets me know that no matter who you are in this room today watching online shout out social global fam there's still another level you can go to in your depth in God Robert, I've got Genesis to the maps memorized. Good. Okay, how are you loving your neighbor? You can still go deep. Which gives me another point I want to give you today. Going deeper will look different for everyone. Going deeper will look different for everyone. But we all have an er that we can go to. For some of you, going deeper is going to be to participate in the fast this year. For some of you going deeper, it's just going to be coming to church consistently. Just come to church consistently. You're like, you know, I'll come. I'm a member of social. Yeah, you know, I'll be there like once every three months. Yeah, no. No, Easter, Christmas, I'm in there. Okay. <laughs> but it's going to not help you get deeper. For some of you going deeper is just get in a connect group. I tried. The last group was crazy. Okay, try a new one. <laughs> Go deeper. For some of you, it's going to be to consistently read the word of God this year. But all of us have something that we can go deep Er, in. Somebody say er. er. Go deep, er. Is this helping anybody? Yes. Last thing I want to give you is going deeper is triggered 
by desperation. Worship team, join me. Going deeper is often triggered by your desperation. How many of you know there's something about desperation that will actually make you go, God, I'm tired of a shallow relationship with you. I've got to go deeper. I'm telling you, I've seen trouble hit some atheist life that will make them say, God, I need you. You are Jehovah Jireh, my provider. Please step in this situation. And I know, generally in the new year, we make declarations, especially in the church. Ooh, this is my year. Oh, I'm telling you, remember when we used to make the, the, the word of the year rhyme? Back in my day, I grew up in church. You know, like 2008, God was going to make you great. 2010, you were determined to win. Come on, 2011, it was the year of hope in heaven. 2020, you're going to get plenty. <laughs> that backfired. <laughs> 2020, pandemic, didn't see that coming. We make all these declarations, and I'm not saying you shouldn't make a declaration, but the reality is life will bring some suffering. It will bring some pain. And perhaps the beauty and the pain is the desperation it produces to make you go deeper. It's nothing like a hospital room that'll make you pray like you've never prayed before. There's nothing like your teenager addicted that'll make you start praying for a generation to hit, a revival to hit Generation Z. There's nothing like you going through the pain of a miscarriage that'll make you have empathy for somebody else and agree and believe in faith that they can have a child. It's something about going through stuff, the desperation that makes you go deeper. There's a verse in Psalm 42. And I love it. If I had time, I would impact this entire psalm. But the psalmist cries out, As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, my God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When can I go meet with God? I love this because psalmist, like many of the psalms, he's being so transparent to say, God, I'm desperate for you. And this is interesting, the metaphor he's using, he says, as the deer pants for the water, my soul longs for you. That panting is an exhaustion, it's a dehydration. Understand that deers aren't dumb. They know where water is. They don't wait till they're dying of thirst to start drinking. The imagery that is being painted in this psalm is of a deer who has run to a brook several times. He knows the place to get the water, but all of a sudden, one day he goes to the water brook and there's no water there. And so now he starts panting and frantically looking for a place where he can be refreshed. And maybe you've never gone through this season. If you haven't, that's fine. Dismiss this message. But is there anybody in here that has ever been in a place where it's like, God, I don't 
feel you. It's not the same like it used to be. I'm singing the song, but there feels like there's a disconnect. I'm reading the word, but it feels like you are a million miles away. I'm coming to church, but I cannot feel you. It feels like my life is so dry. And can we be honest? Sometimes it's our sin that's caused a separation. Sometimes it's actually because we're not doing all the disciplines. But what I love about this text is the psalmist doesn't mention any of that. He doesn't say anything about his sin or anything about his not having devotion. Matter of fact, he's still crying out to God. Maybe this psalmist is trying to tell us that there actually are just some seasons of your life where God actually feels distant. And maybe it's because he wants a desperation to get on the inside of you to say, God, I'll do whatever it takes. I can't live without your presence. The same way my physical body needs water, I need your presence. I can't do this year without you. I can't do a day without you. I can't build this church without you. There's nothing I can do. I can't parent without you. I can't lead this business without you. I'm desperate for you. There's something about that desperation that's seeking out and crying out from a deep place. And that deep thing calls to the depth of God's. Can you stand to your feet? It says... My tears have become my food day and night. That sounds like somebody on a fast. They're saying, God, I'm, it's my tears that have become my food day and night. While people say to me all day long, where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul how I used to go to the house of God under the protection of the mighty one with shouts of joy and praise among the festive throng. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Hold on, pause. He's not just feeling his feelings. He's asking questions about his feelings. See, it's so easy for us especially when we've gotten dry, to just feel the feelings. And I think you should feel, feel it. I'm not saying to do like some church people who are going through the darkest season of their life and then got that plastic smile. I'm blessed. I'm fine. Are you? Yeah. No, for real. No, I'm not saying that. Feel your feelings. Feel the emotion. But sometimes you got to question the emotion. Why are you downcast? Why are you depressed? Is it something chemical or is it because I put my hope in something that I should have never put my hope in in the first place? Why? Why am I feeling this? It's because I had an idol in my life and I didn't even know it. It captured my heart when you were supposed to have my heart. Why am I feeling this? Is it because I haven't even taken the time to be thankful for what I do have? Do you know how many times I've gotten up on Monday and complained about all the things that aren't right and how we don't have this as church and how the media wasn't right and they didn't capture the right moment and all that? And if I'm not careful, I have to stop in the midst of that and go, wait a minute. How in the world can you be worried about a stupid social media post? Do you not see that over 2,000 people gave their hearts to Jesus last year and here you are in another year and it's your first service at Gillies and people are in here hungry for the word of God and I'm doing something in Dallas that you've never seen before you better ask yourself why you feeling what you feeling why 
Are you downcast? Why are you disturbed? But don't even just stop with asking why you're feeling it. Then he flips it and turns into a preacher. Put your hope in God. For I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. Can I tell you, the greatest sermon you're going to ever hear in 2023, it's going to help my ego. It ain't coming from me. It's coming for you. I can preach everything I got within me, but if your mind and the voice on the inside is rejecting every word that I'm saying to you right now, how many know that's going to be the loudest voice in your life? You better learn to preach to yourself and say, I'm going to put my hope in God. Yes, I got some things already happening this year that I don't want to go through, but I still got to put my hope in God. My hope is not in the government. My hope is not in my job. It's not in my business. It's not in my Instagram following. It's not in my neighbor. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. You better preach to yourself. Put your hope in God. For I will yet praise him my Savior and my God. Look at what he says. My soul is downcast within me. Therefore I will remember you from the land of the Jordan, the heights of Hermon, from the Mount of Mizarah. I remember the intimacy that I had. I don't let the fact that I'm in a drought and it's gotten dry and I can't feel, I will not let this feeling of dryness rob me of the reality of my experience that I had. I will not let the drought make me deconstruct to a place that I guess it wasn't real in the first place. No, 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 no. I go back to those moments when I was a kid at youth camp and I would just lift up my hands and worship God and actually sing as the deer panties for the water. So my soul, you can't tell me he's not real. He said, I go back because deep cries out to deep. Sometimes the depth of your pain is there to produce a desperation that'll make you seek out for the depths of God. This year, Social Dallas, let's go deeper. Let's go deeper. Let's move away from the shallow, safe waters and allow the depth on the inside of us, the deep brokenness to cry out to the deep restoration power of God. The deep depression to cry out to the deep joy that is found in God. The deep worry call out to the deep peace that is found in a Savior that sleeps in storms and says, peace be still. Deep cries out to deep. But let's go deeper this year. It's crazy. I've been preaching. And I came out here drenched. And now I'm not even as wet as I was when I came out. I want to talk to some of you that's super saved, super spiritual, especially if you've been serving in the house of God. Sometimes, especially when you've been pouring out, And as you pour out, you've gotten dry. 
and you're trying to figure out what do I do because I've been pouring and I started off with passion and I started off dripping and everybody saw the residue of what God was doing in my life and I started off going God I know this is my year what do you do when you've gotten dry what do you do when you don't feel anymore sometimes you just got to get the faith to say come on here God I'm ready for you just open up your mouth and lift up your hands to heaven just as a declaration and just begin to fill this place with worship and say God I want to go deeper this year I want to go deeper this year God we would like to thank you for being a part of our social global family please head to our website socialdallas.online and see the many ways you can stay connected with us from around the world